0: Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com.
1: Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio.
0: Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Very happy to have you here, my friend. Don't forget to check out our Cruise Radio News on Facebook. Just type in Cruise Radio no- uh, News rather and come join our Facebook group. All right. We always like to get your reviews here on the show. If you have one you'd like to share, shoot me an email, Doug, at cruiseradio.net. Like Howard, him and his family just returned from a seven-night Caribbean sailing aboard Carnival Glory out of Port Miami, and he's on the line this evening. How's it going, Howard? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for being on the show and sharing your experience about Carnival Glory. Now, before we get to the ship, let's take a step back and uh, let's talk about why did you want to sail on Carnival Glory?
1: Well, originally, we were scheduled to go on the Carnival Dream, almost the same dates, but two weeks after we booked, that cruise was canceled because it made it into a journey's cruise. Mm-hmm. So um, instead of going out of New Orleans, around uh, round trip seven day, we went from New Orleans to San Juan 11 day, so we got canceled. But also, we wanted to make sure we did something sense for my son's fall break.
0: Yeah,
1: okay. And being in Arizona, we'd take our breaks a little bit differently than the East Coast, and so it was a perfect opportunity, and we saw that uh, Glory was a couple of ports we'd never been to, and so we uh, definitely wanted to hit those. And uh, still stay within the same time frame.
0: Very nice. So you're based over in Arizona. So of course you had to get to Miami uh, logistically. How did you get there?
1: Uh, we flew uh, t- actually two days early, as I mentioned to 4 and in a couple of vlogs. Uh, We'd like to get there a couple days early, and just in case of any hurricane traffic, where, where the port might have to be changed, so forth. So we're not uh, there nice and early. But also, if um, nothing happens, we've got a couple of great days on the beach out there, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, very cool. So, uh, getting to Port Miami, how was embarkation
1: for you? Embarkation was excellent. Uh, really no need for uh, a faster than the fun because uh, Port of Miami is so efficient in processing passengers. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, we are through a uh, security line, uh, security checkpoint, and into the chewing for the other lines, and it was so quick and easy. Nice. We just walked up into each one.
0: Very cool. Now, um, how, how fast would you say it was from curbsides whenever you walked on the ship?
1: We got there early, uh, so we got there about 10.45. It wasn't until about 11.45 we actually got on the ship.
0: Okay, gotcha. Very nice. And what were your first impressions when you, in, uh, when you boarded Carnival Glory?
1: It was a, a very nice ship. We've been on a Carnival Conquest before, so same layout, mm. and both were post-2.0 uh, conversions. Uh, we had gone on the conquest uh, under 2.0. We had a, uh, seen the Grand Ocean View room, the 345-square-foot room with the side-by-side windows. That was in the conquest, but uh, we had a nice 8B uh, room right underneath the bridge wing on Deck 7, mm-hmm. so very, very quiet, and uh, that was a uh, very impressive ship. It does show a little bit of uh, aging. Uh, there's areas that uh, definitely need to be repainted or carpeting that was had to be replaced, and so they were doing that ongoing throughout, so... Uh, they're definitely always maintaining the ships, and everything else was was perfect on it.
0: Let's uh, let's go back to your stateroom. Uh, you had a scenic ocean view. You said well, paint that picture for us. Like, what's the difference between a regular ocean view and a scenic ocean view?
1: Yeah, a uh, uh, scenic ocean view is actually the uh, conquest out one we did right after dry docking in 2012. Um, but a uh, scenic ocean view is it was one of the new uh, rooms they built right above the bridge. Okay, so we had the captain suites. And then they had four different uh, scenic grand ocean views. The one on the the ones on the outside, uh, they had two eight-foot-wide floor-to-ceiling windows that um, had electric blinds that would come down. Nice. And but the room itself was 345 square feet, huge room compared to the other rooms.
0: Nice, yeah. Very cool. I like that. Uh, dining aboard Carnival Glory, like you mentioned, it had underwent FunShip 2.0, I think, like in late 2012, I think, or maybe early 13. As far as the food goes, as uh, the Lido Deck area, Guy's Burger Joint, all of that, how was the food for you?
1: Yeah, the food is excellent. We did notice that there are some cutbacks we've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, we no longer have the uh, Tandor Station, the Mongolia Walk, and the Sushi Cart. So those are... Definitely uh, ones that we missed and that we would, uh, have, let, of course, like to see again. Mm-hmm. But uh, Guy's Burgers was great. We were going on a ta- cantina, uh, always had the steak and shrimp uh, burritos. And also uh, for breakfast, we had the breakfast burritos. But the other hidden gem on that ship is going upstairs to Deck 10. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know about that area, but it's nice and spacious there. And they have a lot of great... Um, Fish and chip meals, fried oysters, ceviche, octopus salad, things like that. So it was definitely a nice, quiet area away from everything else, and especially on embarkation day. It's a great area to get to, and not have to worry about where you're going to sit with everything, with all your luggage and everything.
0: I do love that area up there. Um, I'm a huge fan of their like fish and chips, and I think it's like a tuna and watermelon salad they have up there? Yes. That's, that's really good as yeah. well. And and like, yeah, Yeah, like you mentioned, no one knows about that area up there, so as that, that makes it even ten times better. They don't normally start finding out about the whole the secret Deck 10 area until about halfway through the cruise. So you get the uh,
1: And we, um, because I knew about it from uh, both of our cruises on the Conquest class ships, we were yeah. up there immediately and had pretty much the entire deck to ourselves.
0: Yeah, that's, that's so cool. How about the main dining room? What, what kind of dining did you have? What dining time?
1: We did, We had early dining. We were in the platinum dining um, right next to a window, so it was nice and uh, quiet mm-hmm. and calm um, right there. And we, we had the family table, our American table, each night, except for the elegant night mm-hmm. when they would make it the you know, American feast. Right. They did away with uh tablecloth except for the elegant nights. Uh, but um, always we have uh, great meals there.
0: What was your favorite meal you had in there?
1: The steak and lobster, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I always had a pizza dish every night.
0: You, uh, you got lucky because you were on a seven-night sailing, so you, you got to have the steak and lobster, or, or the lobster, rather. On, on my sailing on Sunshine, it was a five-night, so they, they dropped that. <laughs> Not good.
1: Right. One of the other things is, because it's also a sous-set seat, you also have the uh, green eggs and ham breakfast for the kids too, and that was a lot of fun.
0: That's like, what is that, $5 per person?
1: Yes. Yeah, okay. And yeah. all the characters come down, the cruise director comes down, um, lots of pictures, and then uh, they make the meal. Itself, actually they will have green eggs and ham.
0: Oh, that's that's awesome! I, it's like a since it's such a nominal fee at five dollars per person. Did you feel it was worth the value?
1: Oh, absolutely! And this is it's pretty much the same meal you, know, you get with Sea um, Day brunch, mm-hmm. but they really dressed it up for the two seeds, So my son loved it.
0: Nice. And speaking of your son, uh, did he do Camp Carnival at all?
1: He did. He did. I went up there a couple different days, and they um, he really enjoyed it. This sailing was kind of an off-sailing. They had very few kids on board, Mm -hmm. less than 300 for the entire sailing. Wow. And so they combined a couple of the age groups together, and so he had plenty of counselors working with them and all kinds of activities going on.
0: Nice. And how about as far as the uh, the entertainment goes around the ship with the playlist productions and the Hasbro the Game Show and the, the venues around the ship? What did you think of all that?
1: really thought they really improved, especially on the playlist productions. Mm-hmm. We saw the Latinized Motown and also the Epic Rock, and both were incredible.
0: Epic Rock is by and far I, my favorite.
1: And I didn't uh, know how much having the digital walls would really enhance it and not uh, taking away the live band, but I, I really enjoyed what they've done with it now, and that they've had a couple of years to um, enhance
0: it. I do like it because, you know, the, the old stage shows were, like the Vegas Reviews, were 45 minutes, and now they shrunk these down to like 25- to 30-minute shows, so it's really quick and fast, and you're not sitting there getting anxious, you know?
1: Exactly. And one of the other things that deal is uh, they don't incorporate that live stage show with what's going on in the atrium, so at the end of the show, they'll have a, basically a parade out to the atrium and the carnival band will be playing a lot of the same music and then they'll kind of um, transition to that and the dancers will still be singing and everything in the atrium as well.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. How about, did you check out any comedians or piano bars or
1: anything like that? Didn't do the um, piano bar or comedians list cruise, but we have in the past. uh, We've always had a great time doing that.
0: Cool. Let's talk about the day at sea. How did the ship handle at sea as far as passenger flow by the pool and inside the ship?
1: Uh, you know, we spent a lot of time out on the pool, and you could always find a chair. No problem there. The ship handled very smoothly uh, because we were behind the hurricane. Uh, uh, waters were very calm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And basically we found out that we were going to lose half uh, one key as we were boarding the ship. So even the staff didn't even know that they were um, losing that port. So we had to come up with a lot of activities on the fly. Ah. And so... Um, yeah, you know, we were disappointed about losing half a tea, but an not extra sea days especially because we had a balcony on the ship. Mm-hmm. We really enjoyed uh the extra day to just relax.
0: How were the um the dining venues on the sea days because I know like Guy's Burger Join is super popular and so is the Blue Iguana Cantina. Like was there crazy lines there or did there seem to be a decent flow?
1: That slow was excellent. I uh, mm-hmm. didn't have to wait more than five, eight minutes. Oh,
0: okay. That's not bad at all. And as far as the Guys Burgers, are, are you a fan? Absolutely.
1: You, but you only going to take maybe three, maybe four during the week. Otherwise, it just you just feel too heavy afterward.
0: Yeah, yeah. So even a- though
1: I hit the gym every, almost <laughs> every day and did uh, <laughs> with the elevators, uh, it's still it's, it's going to weigh heavy. So. I made sure I ate at all the other venues as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. You have to have a balance there. What ports did you hit on this sailing?
1: Of course, we missed the half Key, but we did hit St. Thomas, and that was the secret area we kind of found also by not going to Megan's um, Bay or Koki Beach or some of the other more popular beaches. I have a friend who I used to um, get in military with who lives out there now. He took us over to Secret Harbor. Oh, nice. And just an absolute great area, great snorkeling. And it wasn't until mid-afternoon that... Some of the taxi drivers were taking people from the other ships. Now we were also, in addition to having the sunshine there with us, we had the Norwegian getaway and also the Oasis of the Seas. We had a lot of, of people there at the same time.
0: Is the uh, the beach you went to? Is it was it very popular? Like, is it like a a Megan's Bay where there's just tons of people there, or was it actually pretty nice and not really populated with cruise passengers? It's
1: really nice, um, more for the locals. And, awesome, but it's uh, it's actually. Uh, it was there. It's a uh, Secret Harbour Resort. Okay. A nice restaurant there.
0: Nice. Was your weather nice there as well?
1: We had great weather throughout, oh. and so um, lots of sun, and uh, no wind. What other port did you hit? We hit uh, after that. We hit uh, San Juan. We just basically did the uh, shopping there, and then went to Veracruz, uh, for our, our uh, pina coladas. And uh, that was mostly uh, just a shopping port. Yeah. And then after that, we hit uh, Grand Turk, and that was a great sea day, a great uh, beach day there. Yeah. And we did uh, Jack Shack.
0: Of course, you have to. Everybody loves Jack Shack.
1: <laughs> and play the dog up in the will everything.
0: That dog is like probably the most photographed dog. I think his name's Topher, the little, uh, what's he, lab- <laughs> Topher, Labradoodle? <yes.
1: laughs> I yeah. think it's a, a golden doodle, but a great, uh, nice, really nice disposition. And he yeah. loves having people come up there and I uh, pet him.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny there. So uh, in closing here, do you have any first-time tips for people who may be considering Carnival Glory?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, get there early on the ship to um, enjoy the ship and uh, be trampled by everyone else so you can t- kind of find your way around. Don't mm-hmm. uh, try to do everything at once. And then also um, a couple of uh, secret areas. There's actually a secret pool in the gym area. A lot of people don't know that. The Serenity deck is two levels up front. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the deck 10 that we talked about earlier having like, a nice, quiet lunch there at the fishing ship.
0: Nice. And uh, your final thoughts of Carnival Glory?
1: It was a great, great time. The cruise director, Mike Pack, was incredible. Um, being my son was autistic. He took a lot of time working with them. And even got him up to the stage, and I uh, was playing the rockers with uh, the Latin trio.
0: Nice. Very cool.
1: And uh, so, uh, but he, yeah, he was everywhere. And it was just a really fun time.
0: We've been talking with Howard. He just returned from a seven-night sailing aboard Carnival Glory out of Port Miami down into the eastern Caribbean. Howard, thanks for being on the show, my friend, and great talking to you.
1: You too, and I'll talk to you again soon.
0: A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance.